the indie author revolution has been around for more than a decade, but we indies continue to push the boundaries of what we're capable of. From getting over initial prejudices to staring down perfectionism and author imposter syndrome, we've become a force to reckon with. Indie authors now wear more hats than ever as we strive to create a career full of meaning, prosperity, and potential. We've juggled the demands and continue to be rebels in the face of adversity. Now, after years of hearing the shouts of hustle and grind, we indies are rebelling again. Gone are the days of publishing a book a month until we drop, and in its place are the seeds of a better way to rapid release. A way that feels incredible as we build a sustainable, lifelong author career that not only increases our visibility and royalties, but it's all done with intention and ease. If you're ready to buck the system and become the visionary authorpreneur I know you're meant to be, you've come to the right place. I'm Carissa Andrews, international best-selling indie author, and this is the Author Revolution Podcast. Well, hey there, guys. Welcome back to the Author Revolution Podcast. I am so glad that you're here. How have you guys been feeling this past week? I don't know about you, but every time we get to about the midway point of February, I start to feel a little bit antsy and feel like things are not going the way that I want, or I just overall get kind of down, I guess. And I think part of that has to do with the fact that I live in central Minnesota, where guess what, guys, light is not a huge commodity. It's not super warm, so I'm not going outside. And so it gets difficult to get the vitamin D, I guess, that we need in order to have those happy hormones or happiness vibing through us all the time. And it's super weird because it's taken me 43 years to understand (laughs) that this is a cycle for me that come mid-February, I'm always a little bit mm, off and I'm not quite sure why it is because everything else is pretty much status quo. Nothing has changed and yet it gets that way. So I don't know about you, but I've been taking a little bit of extra time just to kind of give myself some downtime to contemplate the future, to be grateful for the things that I am grateful for, because there's a lot to be grateful for, obviously. And when those moments arise where I am feeling like things aren't working, or I am being hard on myself or down on myself, I try to let those thoughts arise, let them kind of flow through me, I guess, be there, do what they need to do in order to inspire me to move forward and take new action, but yet kind of let them go in their own regard, like not not hold on to them as if they are the truth, right? So if you ever have thoughts where as an indie author, things are hard, you know, your books are going out there, but they're not necessarily stacking up in your favor, or so you think, you know, they're not turning out a huge profit yet, or they're not doing the things that you're expecting or anticipating them to be doing, it can be hard to think that that is working in your favor. Even though we talk about this a lot, like I've talked about it on TikTok where everything is working out in your favor. It's all adding up for you and you have to trust and believe that it is. Because when you've made a decision, like let's say to become a millionaire author and you start moving towards that decision, all of the universe conspires to help you do it, right? You are on a mission, you are on the journey to make that happen. But it doesn't happen overnight for a lot of us. Sometimes it means having to overcome some of those thought patterns. It has to do with overcoming generational curses. It has to do with, you know, it's a lot of mind games, really. 
But that's not all. Like, I've been thinking an awful lot about toxic productivity. And let me explain. So when the indie author boom first came out, you know, Amanda Hawking kind of came on the scene, she started earning a lot of money, but it was because she was pumping out books very quickly. You know, a lot of people are giving this kind of concept, you know, the merit over to 20 books to 50k, but that's not really the case. It actually extends all the way back to Amanda Hawking, at least to my knowledge. Now, 20 books to 50k definitely took it and ran. Michael Anderley and Craig Martell did a great job of showing indie authors what's possible through math, right? So we knew that if you have 20 books and you're doing well with it, hypothetically, 20 books would lead you to $50,000 a year, right? Now, that's not necessarily the, the case for everybody, but it's pretty darn close. It's a pretty good statistic to be leaning towards. Now, the problem was that that engine constantly felt like it was getting away from people. Like there are certain people who have an insane amount of productivity to be able to handle that workload to, you know, to go faster, to push out books. I mean, Mal Cooper last week, she was talking about how she's done like a hundred some odd books in four years. That's incredible. That's 20 some odd books a year, guys. That's a lot of books. But it's gotten me thinking about, you know, all the things that we are trying to do as indie authors. And is that the message we want to be relaying to other authors to constantly have to be working, to constantly be going faster, to never take a moment to celebrate our accomplishments, to never take a moment to think about, you know, our stories deeper, to never spend more time than we, you know, can allow in order to live in the worlds, to live in that storyline, to engross ourselves in what we're doing. It feels like it's constantly this thing in motion that no one can really grab hold of because we're all just trying to, I don't know, rush ourselves forward into this new place. But it doesn't always work. And so then we get upset or we get pissed or we get disgruntled or we get disheartened or we get depressed or we stop doing it. Right. And so this is really kind of the concept of why I decided when I was first putting Rapid Release Roadmap together why I decided I'm not going to just teach indie authors how to rapid release. I'm not going to just be another 20 books to 50k acolyte. I need to do something to show indie authors that there's a better way, that there's a more sane, healthy way to do this. And that's how Rapid Release Roadmap really kind of evolved into this program that shows you how to write and publish those four books a year. But the that doesn't mean the toxic productivity mantra or the war beat, or the, you know, whatever, it's, it's still going, it still feels like, you know, it's a badge of honor to be this person who is constantly at work. It's a badge of honor. And maybe this is a United States thing, I don't know. But we have this idea that in order to have value in society, we have to be working, we have to be constantly being productive, we have to constantly be on the go, we have to constantly be striving for that next thing, we have to go, 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 (laughs) right? Now, as a, a type A person, someone who is a high achiever, someone who likes to get things done, who appreciates the value myself of a job well done, it doesn't sit well with me. And it's not because I don't feel like I can't keep up. I know I can't keep up with that. I know for a fact that my brain cannot write 100 books in two years. But it's not a, it's more about the fact that I have multiple things that I'm working on. I have still have clients that I do. I still have 
kids to worry about. I have a husband I need to, to focus on. I have friends and friendships I need to engage in. I have a business on the side, Author Revolution, that I need to attend to. There's all these things and everything takes time and everything should have that time investment into it. Spending time with your family, your kids, is an investment. It's an investment in your relationships. Spending time on your business is an investment in how it's going to grow into the future. Spending time on your books is an investment in how it's going to be continuing to grow bigger and expand your author career down the line. But that investment doesn't have a time frame on it. It doesn't have like a, a deadline on it. It doesn't have a set number on it. And so if you're like me, who is a type A personality who likes to get things done, who's a high achiever and sees that challenge, but then worries they can't keep up or starts falling behind and feeling like you're a failure because of it, I need you to know that that is not the healthiest way to be productive. Okay? As indie authors, we really need to grab a hold of our editorial calendar, grab a hold of our life in general, and understand what it is we're trying to accomplish. And stop trying to put so much pressure on ourselves to perform. Because what happens is people burn out, people get overwhelmed, they stop writing, and sometimes they have to stop writing for a long period of time before that creativity comes back. Because we can't create out of a well that has been dried up from constant productivity. Our brains, we're not machines, guys. We might seem like we're machines in a lot of ways. Like if we look at our systems and the way that we function, it looks a little bit like a machine, sure. But we're an organic machine and one that requires downtime. That's why we have to sleep, guys. (laughs) We require downtime in order to process and to function optimally. So if you're not taking time to function, if you're not taking time to have downtime, if you're not taking time away from your writing, from your productivity shit, from all the things that you're trying to do, what you're actually doing is stealing from your creativity. View it like that. Look at it as if you have two bowls, right? And if you are constantly on the go, you know, let's say both bowls have apples in them and they're both equal apples. One is creativity, one is productivity. But the more productive you are, the more you're stealing from that creativity bowl. And you're going to eventually end up with no apples at all in your creativity bowl. And all the apples will be over on productivity. But what happens then is that your productivity is too heavy. It all starts to spill over and things start getting dropped and things are not pretty anymore and nothing is making sense. And your creativity bowl is over here like, hey man, I need to fill this thing back up. What you gonna do? (laughs) You know, I got nothing. So then you have to take that time away. And so when you're constantly on the go, eventually what'll happen is the universe, your body, your system, everything about you is gonna stop. It's gonna come to a screeching halt and you're either no longer going to be able to write, you're no longer going to want to write, or something will force you to no longer have that option of writing. You're going to have to take some time away and probably a lot of time. I know people who have pushed themselves to the brink of complete and utter burnout who stop writing altogether. Like for years, they don't even look at a a computer or a book or in anything because they just can't do it. So today, I guess, I want you to remember that being productive is great, but if you're not filling up your creativity wells alongside it, you're going to ultimately lead yourself to a place of burnout. You're going to lead yourself to a place of creativity wells drying completely up. And I I want you to really understand 
that that doesn't have to be the case. That even when things don't seem like they're adding up in your favor, even when things seem like they're going nowhere fast, because sometimes for us authors, especially in this new indie author marketplace where there's a lot of authors, there's a lot of books being published all the time, it can feel like you're standing still or you're falling behind or it can feel like nothing is working. But I want you to know your books are evergreen. Every single book you write is adding up in your favor. Every single title that you put out, every single launch, every single ad that you do for your books, every single promotion stack, whatever it is that you do to get your books out into the world, it's pushing your brand further. It's pushing your stories further. And it's helping you to be seen in ways that you could not be seen without them. But you don't have to go like you're a machine. And you don't have to go like you have no other life. (laughs) And you don't have to keep going to the point of it being absolutely toxic to the rest of your life. Yes, it would be great if everybody could get to that 20 books in one year and have $50,000 for sure guaranteed, but it's not a guarantee. You could be writing in a genre that is so vastly overwhelmed that trying to crack that market space is going to be hard. So you're going to have to write more books than that. Or you could be in a market space that has very few readers. And so that's hard. You just don't know depending on, you know, every author is different, every genre is different. It's an average. So you're trying to reach for something and it may not even be the case for you just yet. You might have a different journey. You might be working on your money blocks. You might be working on family traumas that keep you stuck in other ways. And you just don't know that they are standing in the way between you and your success yet. But you can't even see those things until you take a little bit of downtime for yourself. I don't know why in the United States, we feel like downtime is unproductive. Because I don't know about you, but when I take some time away, when I step away, when I walk away, when I go do something that is completely unrelated to author revolution, to writing, to anything that I normally would be doing on a daily basis, I come back more excited to be back at it. I come back with more enthusiasm for my story. I come back with new ideas and new concepts and I don't know, all sorts of cool new things. And if you don't take the time to stop and, you know, back away from the thing a little bit, what is it you're working for? Where's the joy in that? You know what I mean? It then becomes this manufacturing line where nothing that you're really doing has any sense of purpose, has any meaning behind it really. You know what I mean? At least that's how it feels to me. And as someone who likes to write stories that are complicated to a degree or likes to put in twists or deep questions or mythological gods, goddesses, stories, whatever, there, there are aspects of it where I can't fathom writing so fast that I can't even enjoy the process. You know what I mean? I don't know. That's, that's kind of where my mindset is at this week. You know, February for me, it's always, like I said, it's a contemplative time. It's one of those moments where I just want the sun to shine again. I want things to be warm. I want to see the beauty of the world again. I want to see something other than white and gray and black and brown and (laughs) whatever. I want to see the, the beauty of the world again. And I think it gets a little bit hard to envision it when all you see is white. And trust me, there's a lot of white this year (laughs) in Minnesota. It's cold. It's been a very cold winter as well. So trying to even get outside just to do like a 
you know, a winter walk, it's just not going to happen because when it's 20 below zero and the wind chill is like 20, no, it's, it's not going to happen. So at any rate, if you've been feeling like this too, or if you've ever stumbled upon this feeling and you're not quite sure what happened or why it's there or what it's trying to tell you, I hope that this made it a little bit clearer for you. I hope you understand that while 20 books to 50 K's mantra of, you know, the next book is going to sell your last book thing is, is very valid. You have to decide for yourself, how fast does that mean? It doesn't mean having to write like a lunatic. It really doesn't. And I don't think that that's where Michael Anderley or even Craig Martell originally started with this. I think they just let the train get away from the station. (laughs) And I think a lot of people do that. I think we kind of let the train move itself and then we get lost and then we start feeling overwhelmed and stressed and we don't understand why, you know? It's kind of like that song, Surface Pressure. I was thinking about that from Encanto. That song, man, that's like our, our indie author anthem. If you have not seen Encanto, just go search up uh, Surface Pressure and have a listen and let me know what you think of that because I'll tell you, whoo, that one strikes home and not because of the show. <laughs> All right. Well, that is my presentation for you today. I don't know. It's it's just been one of those weeks. Like I said, it's it's been a struggle week. So hopefully you got some value and hopefully it's going to help you to make some better decisions as you move forward with 2022. I know that it's definitely made me stop to take a closer look at what it is I'm expecting of myself because no one else is expecting it of me. It's literally myself cracking the whip. And so I am quite honestly, the worst boss I have ever worked for. It's terrible. Oh gosh. But anyway, if you're looking for the transcript from today, I will make sure it's up on the show notes. So head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash one, two, zero. Can you believe it's 120 episodes, guys? Holy cow. Okay. Well, in the meantime, I want you to do incredible things. I want you to think about your beautiful story, why it needs to come out. I want you to think about your awesome series and why it needs to come out. And I want you to think about your life and how your writing can fit around it, not the other way around. Okay. All right, good. Go forth and start your author revolution. This podcast episode has been brought to you by four amazing people, Daphne Garrison, Tammy Tyree, Quinn Ward, and Scarlett Braden, who are Author Revolution Podcast's Patreon supporters. If you'd like to learn more about becoming a patron, head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash Patreon to find out what the awesome membership levels are and what you end up getting. The Author Revolution Podcast is here to provide tips, tricks, and tools for embracing a prolific author mindset and making your dreams of becoming a full-time author a reality. In order to continue providing the quality content you've come to know and love, I would appreciate your support. As a one-woman show, the podcast takes a lot of time away from other tasks, like writing. (laughs) Plus, your support also makes this mompreneur's heart smile. Head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash Patreon.